good morning. This is the weekend to say it, right? Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas, right? Yeah, get it all, all in one. Oh, it was funny on Thursday. It was our, I guess, yeah, sister-in-law for both of us, right? It was her birthday, so we had Thanksgiving. We had a birthday party, and then uh, they're going to be gone for Christmas, so we also had Christmas with them as well. And then I looked over at her and I said, "Happy New Year," just, you know, just in case I miss you. Um, but it was it was a good a good week. So let's start with a, a word of prayer. Uh, Father God, we we thank you for today. Thank you for a day that you have made, and we can rejoice and be glad in it. You know, and then sometimes with all the planning and all the everything, all the text messages of different events, and the the month can just disappear. Help us live day by day. Help us live meditating on you and, and seeking your will and way. And, and, and yes, ca casting vision and, and planning for things and events like this last week just were a good time. And thank you for that. It's just a time to, to give thanks and to, to feast and to pray and to be thankful for family and friends and, and to enjoy pie. Uh, Lord, we, we thank you for all of it. Lord, as we look into your word and, and talk about uh, thankful, being thankful and staying thankful in our, in our day, just, just be with us, guide us, and direct us. Um, and thank you for, for everything. Thank you for your grace. Lord, we just pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, did everyone get enough food this last week? Right. Probably. Probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was really a, a great Thanksgiving, right? But now it's time to shift into gear and, and zoom to Christmas, right? Get all those presents under that tree, right? <laughs> get, get, get ready, you know. You know it's, it's an interesting time of year, right? Just the, the rush of the holidays, mad dash for for gifts and and yeah those those plans are already coming down the pipeline of, of what to do it's like it's i guess it is a month away i guess we do have to plan and and get get ready and get ready for another family get together and then there's always that question of what do i get so and so right you know there's there's always that one person on the list You know, it, it takes forever, but it feels good when you get it done. It's a, it's a good victory. You know, like I said last week, you know, though November seems to be uh, full of Black Friday now, you know, filled with deals here and there as our culture moves more to more about getting rather than giving. Last week we looked on, you know, why are we thankful uh, this this week we look on how do we stay thankful? How do how do we stay there? It's a good question. How do we learn here to follow Jesus and to be seeking His will? Well, really, to sum up last week's sermon, it was to deny ourselves and to follow Christ, to be about giving and and serving. You know, we deny ourselves in a world that is 
about you and our wants, right? Now, being, being thankful is one thing, right? Knowing the theology about it and, and all the verses that we went over last week is, is one thing, but staying thankful is another battle. But the Lord teaches us how to do that. So let's uh, turn in our Bibles together to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8, Moses writes this, starting in verse 1. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness that he might humble you, testing you to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live on bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these 40 years. How, how cool is that, right? You know. Knowing then in your heart that as, the man, as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you, so you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water and of fountains and springs flowing in the valleys and the hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees, of pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper and you shall eat and be full and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. As we you know, look at the descriptive passages of scripture, excuse me, well, the first thing to remember as we read the Old Testament is that we are not Israel, Right? Israel had a different covenant. The Mosaic covenant was different than what the church has. We are the bride of Christ. He is, Israel is the people of the Lord. But we can learn from their history. We can learn from every toddle, every, excuse me, every jot and tittle of scripture. And we can see right here that the Lord is faithful that the Lord has promised to give the land to Israel and that he is giving it to them because he has sworn it to their fathers. And right here, Israel needs not to forget God. It needs to remember. They should not forget what he has done in the wilderness, but remember the testing. Remember that the Lord knows their hearts. He has seen it, whether they would obey or not. That Israel would stay humble in that remembrance. That they would not live by bread alone. 
but by the word of the Lord. That they would remember the miracles, that they would know that the Lord disciplines those who are his. And that they would stay in his way by this, by fearing the Lord. That is the foundation of all wisdom. <clears throat> For as they come into a land, a good land with water, with springs, wheat, barley, vines, figs, and pomegranates, olive trees, and honey, they will lack nothing, right? There will be bread and there will be riches to mine. As all of this is given to them, they are told to, to eat, to be full, and also do this, to bless the Lord. And we look back on the history of Israel and we see a people of slavery delivered out of Egypt by the Lord. And we look back at, at our nation, as we talked about last week, and we see a people fleeing persecution, coming to a, a land that they didn't even know how to farm, losing many members in their party, and then making peace with another people. If you haven't heard of the, the Native American named Squanto, I suggest learning his story because the providence of God, of him walking out of the woods and helping the pilgrims learn how to farm is an amazing part of the Thanksgiving story we don't really remember. But you can just watch Charlie Brown as well. It tells the story. So, <laughs> um, They made peace with another people. They learned from them and celebrated that on the th first Thanksgiving. And we are thankful for, for our history, for our national history and our personal history because it shows us that the Lord God is about redemption. To all of humanity, the message of the cross came even to this land. It came here and we can be thankful for that. But as the ads come and as the rush of the holidays hit a whole time high with fear and famine and war and rumors of war and rage, we need to not forget God and all of it. We need to remain mindful of all that he is and all that he has done and all that he will do. If you forget, just flip to the book of Revelation. He wins. Do not forget God. Deuteronomy goes on. I think it was 11. I read to 10, I think. Yep, yeah, 11. Goes on in chapter, verse 11, chapter 8 of Deuteronomy. Moses says this, Take care, at least you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his rules and his statutes, which I command you today. At least when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses and live in them. And when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart will be lifted up and you will forget the Lord your God who bought, brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground where there was no water, who brought you water out of the flinty rock. 
who fed you in the wilderness with manna that your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and test you to do you good in the end. Beware, lest you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. That is a cool verse, right? Everything we have, even the strength that we have to work, is from the Lord. That he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. And if you have, and if you forget the Lord your God and go to other gods and serve them and worship them, I solemnly warn you today that you shall surely perish like the nations that the Lord makes to perish before you. So you shall perish because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God. Deuteronomy 8 is a cool chapter in the Bible. But it's this main premise right here. Do not forget. Remember. Again and again throughout the scripture for Israel, for the church. We are told to not forget the Lord. Because all that we have, all of the stuff, all of the food, all of our fill, our house, our assets, all of it is from God. The scripture says this, that as we have all of this, our heart will be lifted up. Another word for pride. It will become full of of itself. It's folly in the book of Proverbs. Then we will forget God. We will forget the Lord who has literally brought them out of slavery. And if we do this, if we forget God, we will worship other things. You know, you look at the buffet, I guess, of even American religions how much have we gone to other things, other idols? You look at the history of Israel, it's exactly what they do. They forget God and they go and worship Baals. And they worship other things and in this they perish. In this we will perish too. Israel as a nation forgot God and was destroyed. It was exiled by the Lord. As the bride of Christ have we forgotten? Do we seek him or do we seek the latest toy and the best food and the greatest life now? As we thought on scripture last week, you know, it was talking about working, working not just to become independent and, and have the dream, right? But become a good worker, Paul says, to bless others that are in need, to live in love. And we work hard not just to serve ourselves, but to serve the weak. And that goes back to the theology of the matter, right? Because when we were weak, Christ came for us. Christ died for us and rose again. Hallelujah. 
You know, we are to build a heart, a life, a mindset of remembering what God has done and remaining thankful of those things. The psalmist writes this, O God, you are my God, earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you. For you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water, so I have looked upon the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift my hands. It's not a very Baptist thing to do. Right? Oh. <laughs> but my soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich foods. My mouth will praise you with my joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the powers of the sword, power of the sword, and they shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God, and all who swear by him shall exult, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. On Psalm 63. That we would seek God. That we would thirst for God. That if we don't have him, if we don't spend time for him with him, we will literally faint without him. That the that the elsewhere, right? Everything that our, our culture shows us everything that our world shows us of, of what we could have is a dry and weary land without him, with no water. So we look, we look at his sanctuary and we see his glory and power, we see his sovereignty, his majesty, and we gaze upon the Lord. Have you ever gone through the Truth Project? Right? To gaze upon the face of God, Right? And then to walk through all those caverns that Del Tackett loves to say is the best, right? It's the best. It's the best. All of, all of them are good, right? It's the word of God. It's the word of God exposing all those different worldviews. It's amazing. That we would know that nothing we have ever had or ever will have is better than the Lord's steadfast love. And that we would praise him because of it that we would bless the Lord as as long as we live and that we would lift up his name and that we would be satisfied you know what's the word oh contentment yeah I'm like what is that word it's not a hard thing for the world to understand no, you want more money you want more stuff you want that boat there was a boat on Highway 86 just sitting there. That was hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> it was just sitting there. I, I know, right? Cold little guy. <laughs> that we would be satisfied. That we would be content to let the Johnsons or, or the 
whoever. The Johnsons get a bad name. There needs to be somebody else out there with a lot of money. The Howards. Or, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the Joneses. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And that we would be satisfied with that food, with the, the, the rich food that the psalmist talks about, that with the mouth that we would not just eat, right? Because we don't live on just bread alone, but by every word out of the mouth of God. That we wouldn't just eat with that mouth, but that we would praise him with our lips. That we would remember the Lord in our beds and that we would meditate, which is a different word for Eastern religions, right? Eastern religions, I was talking with a Chinese friend of mine back in high school, it was very much about emptying your mind and not thinking about anything. Where it's like biblical meditation is, is meditating on the word of the Lord, on filling our minds on him and being mindful upon who the Lord is and what he has done. That through the night we would be mindful because the Lord is our help. And we are able to sing for joy for he is our shield. He is our protector no matter what happens. That we would cling to him and that we would know that he upholds us with his right hand. And that's the hand of, of power. You know, no one's going to take you out of the Lord's hand. As, as we've talked about in John as well. And then the psalmist goes on and says, you know, those who seek to destroy, well, those enemies, they will be destroyed. Those who hope in God will rejoice. They will, they will sing and exult. They will continue on what the psalmist has been telling them to do. But the enemies will be stopped. And not even their words will be heard. You know, today we can be thankful. We can remain thankful because of where the Lord has brought us. Out of the kingdom of darkness, right? Out of darkness, out of sin, out of death, out of slavery to sin. And into a kingdom of love and light and joy and righteousness where we can be willing bond servants to a king who calls us to obey him, to remain there and to stay thankful and to not forget God but to seek his face, to gaze upon the face of God. You can't say it like Del Tackett says it, right? Yeah, he has a cool voice. He's a good narrator for anything. <laughs> to gaze upon the face of God and to run the race that he has set before us. Let's uh, close in a word of prayer. Uh, Father God, we, we thank you for today. Thank you for, for Deuteronomy chapter 8, just... Uh, this reminder that we do not live on bread alone, but on every word out of the mouth of God, that the foundation of reality, the foundation of, of our faith, of, of everything comes from you, Lord, that even, even the power to work comes from you. All of our stuff, all of the, the blessings that we have comes from you, and we are so thankful for that. Help us remain thankful as we rush into the holidays, as we plan and prepare and, and are excited to see family and, and to do different things to outreach to the community, that we would be mindful, that we would 
gaze upon your sanctuary and see your power and glory. And no matter what happens, no matter what we struggle through, no matter what commotion is going on in the world, that you reign and rule, that you have sent Jesus to die for us and to pay for all of humanity's sins. We thank you for that, Lord. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.